The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. This is Jim Brown, the most devastating ball carrier in the history of football. I thought he was going to be a great back. Turns out that he's the greatest running back of all time. Happy 87th birthday to Jim Brown. Jim Brown, 87 years old today. I don't believe he is. Uh, Walter Payton, I would consider the best running back of all time. I would agree with Jim Brown's greatest athlete of all time. That could be Syracuse. Jim Brown, Hall of Famer. I don't think you can. I don't think you're allowed to. uh, They don't allow you into Syracuse unless on the entrance uh, essay you say Jim Brown is the greatest of all time. So Danny Zetterman suggested today was a good day to celebrate the birthday of one of the greatest of all time. So we it is decided to wish. Jim Brown, a happy 87th birthday. Glad to see that you've got a party hat and sunglasses yes, on. Happy birthday glasses. He is pumped up and ready Woo! to go. First of all, I brought hats. Uh, please put these on. Yeah. Second of all, I did not know we were going to celebrate uh, Jim Brown's birthday. I yes. really have no thoughts on that. I would not have canceled a very important meeting to be here if I knew we were going to talk Jim Brown. Yeah. But it is the greatest of all time's birthday today, gentlemen. It, it is, is Michael. Yeah. Jeffrey Jordan's birthday. We figured we would give you an opportunity to be the uh, the dork that you so want to be on today's uh, occasion. Well, you know if Sylvie was here, this would be a huge day. And I, <laughs> I am of the same belief of Syl- as Sylvie. We live in Chicago. Yes. He is, without a question, the greatest athlete of all time. Correct. And today is his 60th birthday. So to me, it What are we celebrating? Michael Jordan. Are we celebrating his birth? Sure. Are we celebrating because this isn't the anniversary of any of his fabulous accomplishments, is it? No. Do you think as a grown-ass man that you take this a little too far? Like when it was February 2nd, just a few weeks ago? February 3rd. February 3rd. February 3rd. I'm sorry. I already made the mistake. He, he wasn't number <laughs> yeah, 22, he wasn't, Tom. 2 2 But even so. It was, like, that it was, was a even, big mistake. It was Michael Jordan Eve. It even, was the eve even of Michael then, Jordan Day. Like you were beside yourself, giddy. Yeah. How listen, old are you? I'm 45 years old. 45 oh, years young. Yeah. Listen, here's here's what I'll tell you. You about know Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan wore 45. When, I, I when, do. That's why year. I'm going to be 45 forever. Um, listen, Michael Jordan, without like I said, greatest athlete of all time. You brought notes. You brought show I, notes uh, about his accomplishments. I was once a producer. I know one thing. You don't show up to a show unprepared. Or you could just have all your notes in your mind. You don't actually need physical cue cards. No, I have too much other stuff going on oh, up there. Yeah, I, can't, I can't grasp like, all like, these. Like maybe celebrating your beautiful wife's birthday tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Today's Michael's. He's got notes for that tomorrow, I've I'm sure. I've got notes for that tomorrow. Which one is more important to you? Boy, that's a tough question. <laughs> I tell you what, that's tough. Um, <laughs> Good thing your wife doesn't listen to the station. No, she thinks I'm a lawyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no clue what I do. Uh, I work for the uh, the attorney law firm of Good Karma Brands. Yes. Um, no, listen. It, it, greatest athlete ever. I don't think that I would be doing what I'm doing if I didn't grow up in an era where Michael Jordan played, right? Seriously, I, you don't think you would have gotten into this industry. You were a crazed maniac at Kansas following that basketball and football program, no? Yeah, I think I think it all poured into it. Like, if you take my life into it, 
first of all, my mom was obsessed with radio. So, like, I always wanted to get into the radio box. But the reason that I love sports more than anything is because I grew up in a time when every night I got to watch the greatest of all time do it. So, for me... His birthday or, you know, two, three, two, three is just an opportunity to talk about his greatness. And I don't think there's ever anything wrong with talking about the greatest to ever do it. Like Tom Brady had no connection to Chicago. He retired last year. We spent days talking about it. He retired this year. We spent time talking about it. There's something about people that are just so great. Michael's been retired for. But today's his birthday and it gives us a chance to play the highlights and talk about his greatest (laughs) moments and talk about all of his accomplishments. Talk about how weird you were about him even going back to your high school days oh you want me to tell that story okay so i was a senior in high school niles north it was 1995 you're a senior Um, i was a senior i was i was a senior you're about to go to college 100 percent a senior i was 17 years old uh there was this girl that i liked her name was lauren and uh we were hanging out and it was the lunch break and to impress her i said hey i want to show you something now this was back in the day <laughs> that sounds this, awful uh, aggressive to me yeah this was back if was, i'm lauren's father i'm, I'm asking with, with, the, with the trepida- principal to, to with tre- intervene with trepidation yeah when a young man were you 17 or 18 i 17. think i was 17 17 says i want to show you something okay well, I had to, proceed with caution. I had to work up to that. I didn't have the courage back then that I have now, Jeff. Okay. So I said I want to show you something. So this was back when you – I'm sure you remember this, Tommy. Michael Jordan, before he had the house with the 23 gate, what is that, off Half Day Road? Yes, it's Half Day and uh, I think it's Point, Point Avenue. So before Point, he had that Point house, Road. he had a house in Northbrook. Right off of Lake Cook Road. It was literally directly across the street from Northbrook Court. Like that first stoplight, you take a right, and then you take the first left, and he lived in a cul-de-sac over there. So I get this Lauren. She's in my car. I want to show her something. I go, I'm going to show you Michael Jordan's house. What is her first reaction to you going to try and impress her by taking her to Michael Jordan's house? I think at this point she was still kind of into me. And I say still because that faded quickly. But I think at this point she was still kind of into me because she got in the car and she came along. What would lead you to believe that a 17-year-old girl would think that it'd be cool that you, sports dork, was going to take her to go drive by to see Michael Jordan's house? Because... Again, I was 17, and obviously a 17-year-old doesn't know what goes through a young lady's mind. So I just thought... Does a 45-year-old know what goes through a young lady's mind? I I don't even know. I don't think so. I thought... I think this is the coolest thing in the world that I know where Michael Jordan lives. She's going to think this is the coolest thing in the world that I know where Michael Jordan lives. Anyway, so we're at Niles North. We get in the car. We jump on the highway. Niles North is right off on Old Orchard Road. Get on the highway. Jump off at Lake Cook Road. We head west. Take that right turn into the cul-de-sac, and boom, there's the house. And I say, that's where Michael Jordan lives. And I pull into the driveway to do a three-point turn to turn around. You you pulled into his driveway. Well, how else? You invaded his space. How else was I going to turn around? He didn't have the gate that said 23. So I pull into the driveway to do a three-point turn. I pull back out, and boom, there's a Corvette. And in the Corvette, guess who it was? Juanita Jordan. Michael Jeffrey. Carl Malone, that's a great answer. Ryan Sandberg. It was Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And he opens his window and he goes, looking for something? And I go, uh, yeah. Did your voice get real high? Oh, no. I think it like. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. (laughs) It was cracking. Oh, my gosh. It was cracking. And I'm like, uh, uh. I don't know what to say. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I think you found it. And then he like gave us the wave and pulled right into the. Uh, what did you driveway. do at that I, moment? Clothes started flying off. <laughs> Danny couldn't wait to be in his underwear. Yeah, 
It had he nothing to do with, with Lauren in the front seat. I was a little offended he didn't invite me in for, uh, for tea and maybe some pound cake. I think he went and, inside and called the police. No, I'm sure and, well, I wasn't the first person. restraining order. I, yeah. I think at that moment, Lauren recognized the stalker tendencies yes. in young Danny Zetterman exactly. and realized that it was a good time to get out. Yeah. Just to be on the safe side. So then what do you guys do? Well, well, we had, you know, it was a lunch break. It's like 40 minutes. We had to turn around, go back to Niles North. She probably went You and told, actually thought she, that it would be cool to skip your lunch. Get in a car and drive to Michael Jordan's house. It was very cool. And now, if you think about it, all these years later, I'm telling the story on the radio. It made it even that more worthwhile. What's Lauren doing now? No clue. Not not any idea. Well, I would love for Lauren to call Michael the show. Jordan. I hope she does. She's Michael Jordan's, Jordan's personal show. assistant. Is her family still in the uh, in I, the area? I really don't what know. What was her last name? I don't remember that either. <laughs> I don't remember Hill. that it was either. Lauren How Hill. did the relationship progress it, after that it didn't it just kind of disappeared and fell off it did did I, she I, find that she, <laughs> she find that you were a little different after that experience maybe she like, may have wanted to go see a movie or go to the mall you can't go to a movie on 45 minute lunch break or something smoke uh, break i don't know i don't I, maybe that's what she thought we were gonna get high <laughs> i wasn't getting high then at that point but I went back to school and was high-fiving all my friends. Guess who I just saw? So what she you- probably went back to school and probably said to all her friends, boy, oh, boy, don't hang out with that Zetterman guy. So wh- how many times was this a, a one and done, was or she, did wait, you wait, continue wait, to do Was she all impressed by seeing Michael Jordan? Because even if she wasn't like, okay, this is kind of weird. The guy wants to show me by the way, his how, house. But uh, Michael it Jordan, is cool to see Michael Jordan roll up in his red Corvette. But who is Michael Jordan at this point? So this was 1994-95. So he's already won three titles, right? Is he retired at this time? I'm trying to think of the timeline. Was no, this, I don't had think he just he picked reti- up the kids from school? 92, 93, 94. Been, yeah, maybe he was Maybe retired. he was just coming back. So was he, maybe he was playing at the Bertle. Remember, he went. He came back after baseball and was, was just maybe playing he just at the dropped the kids off. Like, isn't that what he was doing? I don't know what he was doing. No, I'm saying. He was happy to see me. So did you go back? I Listen. Not to sound How creepy. Often did you stay out by the Jordan's house? I visited that house at least a hundred times. <laughs> at least a hundred times. That is weird. It was like it was like. Was that the only a, time you ever saw Michael Jordan? The only time. Yeah. The odds. The odds. And it still didn't impress her. Are you the? Like I can't imagine you're the only seventeen-year-old boy in the northern suburbs that did this. So oh. were there like a line of cars doing what you were doing at constant? I, I will bet you $100 that Sylvie drove by that house. I was going to say, also. the first time that Danny and Sylvie met was probably outside, <laughs> outside Jordan's house. 100%. 100%. Well, Sylvie was covering the team, yeah. right, at the time. Yeah. He was still driving to his house, though. You know how That he doesn't is. stop Sylvie. Come on. 23-year-old Sylvie hanging out outside of Jordan's uh, house. Did you bring me in here to make fun of me or to yes. talk yes. about the goat? Absolutely. No. <laughs> We're not What would you like to say? What would I, you I just, Do you like to recite what, all of his only, accomplishments? I, I, listen, I, I grew up, what am I, five years younger than yeah. you? Three years younger than, than you? I grew up in a, a very similar age during the Jordan era. I do get some Jordan fatigue, though, at this point. No, stop. It's not like, I mean, if only there were, you know, I might be all for this if there were like a, a like a 10-episode miniseries about the last season yeah. that I could really dig deep into. Oh, no, wait, we had that already. And we just had the Jordan Day. I mean, it's not... No, we didn't. We, the, didn't. we didn't have the Jordan But it, it was happening and occurring on SportsCenter. You see all the highlights nonstop. I've seen oh, all no those... Oh, no way! <laughs> no way! Oh, yeah, 
Yes. First of this all, you got to vet that and make sure that. I'll ask questions. Uh, I'll, I'll okay. Play. Well, we have a surprise caller who is listening. She and by clearly vet that, I mean vet the call. Is more into sports than he originally believed. We have a call on the screen that says Lauren in Skokie. I was the girl. the girl that was trying to be impressed by one Danny Zetterman. Lauren, please share with us yes. your rendition of the Danny Zetterman, Michael Jordan story. Well, yes, this is Lauren. It was strange because I thought that it was weird that he had a bunch of chloroform and zip ties in the back seat when he took me to see Michael Jordan. I thought it was a little bizarre. I knew he was a big fan, but I was wondering why there was a bag of lye in the trunk. It was strange to me. Was there a shovel in the back of the car as well? There was. There was. There was a shovel, and he said that we were going to go to Luke Longley's house after Michael's. And I always found it to be a little odd, and I told my girlfriends, and they said, maybe you should stay away from Danny Zetterman. <coughs> Do you also know Mark Silverman? I don't know Mark Silverman, but well, he didn't have any lie in his backseat. Lauren, this sounds like it could have been a very traumatic experience for you. Were you, when was no. the, no? It, no, it was, it took about 10 oh. years of therapy to get over it. And uh, I'm better now, though. I can finally go outside again. And I can go on walks, and it's not so terrible, actually. What was the worst part about it? The fear that you were with a a, a crazed lunatic, or was he, there some? He was re- he was singing lyrics to a song he wrote about Michael, about roses are red, violets are blue. Michael, I love your eyes, and I want to eat them too. It was very strange. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, Lauren. This is uh, what a scarring experience for you. I'm scarred right now. I don't think I've ever had one of these experiences. Be careful. Be careful when your boyfriend tells you he's a big sports fan. Just be careful. It's uh, So you're you're saying we were an item, though. (laughs) At least that's coming up. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Danny, he was very cute. I was very attracted to him until the Michael experience. It, It ruined everything. What was his best feature, Lauren? That you remember? Well, his Adam's apple was always, I thought, nice. I thought his Adam's apple was cute. And he had nice hands. His eyes were a little big, but his hands were nice. <laughs> she sounds like a young uh, Jerry Krause, the way she's got his yes. hands. I love that. Yes, big hands. Big uh, hands. You know what that means. <clears throat> big gloves, right, yeah. Lauren? Big gloves. That's yeah. right. Big uh, gloves. Are you a basketball fan, or can you not watch the game now because Danny Zetterman ruined it for you? I I've never been able to watch a game of basketball ever since my traumatic experience in the back of Danny's car Lauren, with the chloroform in the rope. Have you ever been able to date again, Lauren? Have you had a boyfriend? Are you married? No, I decided that men were probably not the best option because they're too weird. It's fair. It's a fair point. I think I could see. Yeah. All right, Lauren. Yeah, well, anyway, I heard Danny. I love. I love you guys. You do great work. That Carmen and Jericho show is the best. But I was listening, and I just wanted to call in. Thank you, Lauren. We agree with you that uh, that Yurko's okay. something else. And we maybe we should introduce yeah. you to to Yurko. No, he's too much man for me. I don't like That's him big and hairy. That's fair. Maybe maybe you and Carmen then could get together someday. Yurko might be a little good. too much, much man for you. Much, All right, he's more handsome. That's bye bye now. All right, goodbye, Lauren. Thank you for checking in. Young Lauren, scarred by that experience with Danny Zetterman way back when. Do you feel shame, or how do you feel? I feel feel shame about the last 18 minutes. (laughs) I gotta be, when you invited me down to celebrate Michael Jordan's birthday, I thought we were gonna be talking about the greatest player ever. I got hats, I got glasses, I got, (laughs) 
I got is there a, is, is there a specific no, stat no. or accomplishment on your sheet there that you brought down that you're most proud of? All, 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 all of, of the it? above. What is your favorite Michael Jordan highlight that you show your your your, uh, your You son? told us that every day you sit down or at you some t- point you you watch highlights with your son. Me and my son Avery, no joke, watch Michael Jordan highlights every single night. Every single night. The great thing is on Instagram, you can find these people mm-hmm. that have legitimately taken like awesome songs and edited the best Jordan highlights into like three minute clips. We'll watch like two or three of them a night. I can't pick my favorite. What's your favorite highlight? I still, I mean, I'm partial to the, you know, the shot over Russell, the 98. The shot, Utah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second shot, I mean, the shot's obviously Cleveland. Um, Waddle, do you have a favorite? Comic, you know fine. what, though? That's good. I'll also, I'll give you, um, I do love you, the, you're, you're disappointed that I don't have the same energy like I, for this as you, you no, right? No, you're, yeah, yeah, you are. You're out, like, when it was wait all minute, about me being creepy, you were in the conversation. <laughs> now that it's about actual Michael Jordan, you're looking at Tyler like, are we breaking? Is it He's, time to break? <laughs> I got to read here? Something I got to do? He's your talk about Aaron Rodgers. He's your greatest of all time. Give me like what is your favorite highlight? I also you know love- what, what I've been doing a lot. Like you forget because the last dance came out right, yes. and we wa- a lot of that has to do with the second half of Jordan's career where he was le- not less athletic because he was still an amazing athlete, but it was more fadeaway jumpers and turnarounds and less going to the hoop. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of the early stuff mm-hmm. before he was the Michael Jordan that we know of Michael Jordan, and he's soaring over the rim and just. The, the, the athleticism, the, the explosiveness is something that's unbelievable. Plus, listen, the, the most amazing thing, I will now reference, reference my stats, your notes. Tommy. I will now reference my stats. He was a nine-time NBA all-defensive first-teamer. Fabulous. So it wasn't just that he was a scorer, which, by the way, he led the league in, in scoring how many times? Ten, ten. ten times. Ten times. Yeah. Ten times. And we heard Max Kellerman earlier today on TV say that if you took LeBron Kobe, who else was it, Miller? LeBron, Kobe, KD, and somebody else, and you put them all together, they still haven't won the... And Kareem, they didn't win the scoring title See, you're times. the only person on this show today that has mentioned any of the other basketball players in the same sentence with Michael Jordan. We don't do that. Michael's on his own over here. There's no comparison. So we don't even bring any of these other players that you speak of into the conversation, especially on his 60th, bir- uh, 60th birthday. I think, in fact, what you have done has been disrespectful to Michael. So you're saying I besmirched Michael's I name. By ma- I was just showing his greatness comparing him to others. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about that song like Mike? I mean, are we hearing that today? Uh, who Jay made that? Cantu? Who, was, who uh, created that? That was for Gatorade. Mm-hmm. All-time great commercial. Was that like a uh, Burke Bacharach? Uh, creation, or maybe a John Tesh, or Techno. Nah, that's not te- it's not Tesh. No, enough. no. It was commercial. What are you going to do to celebrate <laughs> Michael's birthday tonight? Between now and when it becomes somebody else's birthday, when the do clock strikes to, twelve, yeah, is it like do you start at eleven fifty and just roll into twelve ten so that you can have uh, a nice evening with Diana as you celebrate Michael Jordan's birthday for you, and then her birthday? Will well, you have enough energy to celebrate your lovely wife's birthday tomorrow after? Today's festivities. Well, MJ's birthday carries over till tomorrow. As you know, Tommy, I coach my son's 9U basketball team, yeah. the Sixers, undefeated. We will play tomorrow in MJ's honor. You will. Oh, of course. <laughs> Even if there's no game. There is a game. <laughs> oh, there is. Yeah, okay. you should come out and watch. What time? 11 o'clock. Okay, I may come out and see that. Undefe- this team is something special, yeah. something you want to watch, undefeated, and we'll be playing in MJ's honor. Will you? Yeah. Okay. 
Excellent. Yeah. This has been fun. Well, this thanks been, for having me. This has been I the think... best way to celebrate a really important day for you. Are, have you told the story of your time with Michael yet today? Uh, on the air? I've had two. I, I think I only had a couple of MJ encounters. The first one was we, my wife and I, we were investors in his restaurant over there that is now Gino's East, I think, over there yeah, on LaSalle. Changed, it was Lalo's for a little while. Whatever it's, it's it is. It's changed over a few times. Uh, and we have a nice picture. It's the two of us. My, my wife and I are on either side of Michael. And he's got the classic, you know, suspenders on, no suit coat. But uh, there's Michael. You can see a, you can see a lot of Michael in the picture. I'll bring in the picture for you sometime. And I'm dressed in a nice suit, and my wife is dressed in a, a nice outfit next to Michael, and we look like babies because we were so young at the time, and Michael was there. And then there was one other time. I think it was out at a place on. Was there like a nightclub? Somewhere on Lake Street, like west of here. Yes, there was. Was there? I forget what it was. I forget what it was, but we were out sometime, and Michael always had like a group. And Michael actually sent his one of his 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 guys, his bodyguards, to say, "Hey, Mike would like to say hi. Come on over." And I went over there and and talked to him for two or three minutes, and I think that was the extent of... Wasn't Dent with him? Wasn't Richard Dent with him? I think Rich, out? yeah. Probably. Rich may have been there with him at the same time. If that you, was the extent of my experience. That's more of an I experience than any of way you did. Uh, maybe you should have. Let me ask you a question. If you went to O'Hare today to take a flight to wherever, and Michael just happened to be getting off his private plane, and you guys crossed paths, would he be like, hey, what's up, Tom Waddle? He may, yeah. I mean, or I would see him and say, hey, Mike, Tom Waddle, and... You know, he would I'd definitely think, remember you. I, you know... Maybe, probably. If not, you you're could, being humble. You could remind him that Sylvie's the reason he no longer talks to Charles Barkley. Exactly. You, yes. you do run into that's him, right. Be like, hey. What if that's him. how he associated you now? You're like, hey, Tom Waddle. And he'd be like, oh, you're the he guy might. that ruined my friendship. It could be. Because of Sylvie. Be. He might actually, because that did get a lot of play. Mellor, do you have any Michael Jordan encounters? I don't. I don't no. have any personal uh, stalking stories that I can share with you guys. But Awesome. I still agree. Yeah, he's the greatest basketball player No of all question. Time. I will... See that. And I do think what you mentioned, the donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, for $10 million, the largest in the organization's history, is awesome. That's a very cool That's the best way. part of today's story that he's turned 60, his birthday, is that he made a $10 million donation to a group he's been a part of for quite some time. So yeah, He's a mensch. Yeah. The greatest of all time. We use that too lightly. There's only a few goats. Tyler, did you get Lauren's number so maybe Danny can call her and apologize? Yeah, I've got it. I, yeah. I can send it to you. Danny, director of content, thank you for joining us. There you go. Setting the mood, celebrating Michael Jordan's feel, 60th birthday. Do you feel weepy when you hear this or excited? or Oh, man. Like you could me, go dunk? Makes me want to go run through a wall. Yeah? Remember the Our, show, the movie Come Fly With Me, Michael Jordan? I do not. Oh, my God. Do you remember it, Mellon? I do, yeah, yeah. I, I, Do you know, do you know I've never seen Space Jam? Uh, it's, it's Space Jam's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying I've never seen it. C- Come fly with me. Of I course, used to watch it a hundred times. He just said the um, second one. Yeah, well, with LeBron, of course. Of course, because he's 18 years old. Are Aiden and Zoe not allowed to watch the Jordan highlights? Well, how come only Avery gets they, to watch they them? Are, they don't have the attention span. I try to show them, and they're not into all it. Right, Avery's right. more into the sports. Just making sure there's not favoritism going no, on. No, that no, no, no. Well, it's I because try. he takes him in, he, he, like a seatbelt, puts him in a, in a chair, and then straps him down and makes makes him watch him. It's child abuse, Danny. Now right. you've gone too far. Does anybody love Jordan more than Zetterman? Feel free to join in the party today. Uh, up next, it's Waddle's World. Just one day, if I could be that way. This 
is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Weird! Get weird! Weird! Let's get weird. Yeah, let's get weird. That was weird. Yeah. <clears throat> Waddles World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. Uh, there are some sports issues to get to. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, won over par after two rounds at the Genesis the projected cut is at even par, so there is a good chance that Tiger may not be playing on the weekend, which means I may not be watching the tournament. But mm. uh, good to have Tiger back and playing consistently. Let's see what he shot yesterday? Uh, yesterday shot 69. Nice. Today shot 74. Not so nice. Not so nice. Manny Machado says he plans to opt out after he, 2023. He does. He has. Does that get you warm and fuzzy? Not really. White Sox fan, you get another <laughs> shot at him. No, another somehow, bite at that apple. Somehow, some way, I don't think it's going to work out as well. I think the Padres are going to do all they can to resign him. He has an opt out. He still has five years for $150 million remaining. But like as you said, he informed. The... So he's been there for five years after this year? Correct. Wow. He's been there for four years, and he's been, for the most part, they've gotten more than there's mon- their money's worth. And if he does anything Didn't he close... get off to a fairly slow start and then has been excellent since? Um, maybe that first... I'm trying to remember. I think COVID was the second year. Well, I think the like COVID the first season. part of the first season. Yeah, I think and you're right. It just, it's been all gravy since. Yeah, he's gotten back to being an MVP caliber player that oh, the... Oh. White Sox were seeking when they were trying to sign him. Okay, turns 31 in July. <clears throat> he would still have $150 million left on his deal. But he's, as he's, he noted in that um, meeting with the media earlier today, there's a lot of, quote, there's a lot of money out well, there. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Mr. Baseball, that five years and $150 million, obviously the quick math tells you $30 million a year, if he were to sign with someone else, or he could renegotiate with the Padres, right? Correct. The Padres can, yes, they can talk to him and give him What an is offer. he worth at the age of 31? How much more than five years and $150 million is he worth? Because that's what's left on the contract. So if he's going to opt out after yes. this, this so, year. I mean, this would all be, you know, obviously if things so go thing. well and he doesn't get hurt. Here's the thing. It's not, you know, it's not apples to apples, but Aaron Judge... It was 30 years old. He signed a nine-year, $360 million deal this offseason. So, okay, so that's $40 million. Trey Turner <laughs> signed an 11-year deal for $300 million, right? Xander Which Bogarts, isn't not enough because that's less than $30 million a year. But it's guaranteed an addition. It's double the amount of guaranteed money. That's true. And Machado recognizing and you know that at 31 in the free agency, you know, you don't want to go back in at 36. Correct. Right? So this is Good where point. you opt out, and he's going to probably double his money. I would imagine he'll get at least a $300 million contract for 10 years. It'll be out there. So another, he'll basically, instead of five years, 150, he'll get 10 years, 300. Probably. I would think so. I think that's a fair. Would Jerry Reinsdorf be willing to offer that to him? Probably not. And honestly, you think that the Cubs may be willing to get into that 
negotiation. Um, you know what? He's he'd probably be an upgrade over Nick Madrigal at third base. If I had to, you think? I think the Cubs could be interested. Although, again, I think he's happy in San Diego. So as long as the Padres and the Padres have been, have shown that they're more than willing to splash around the cash, so I think he'll probably splash your cash. They will. They, like they, they've they've Bogarts. They signed. They yeah. signed uh, Tatis to a three hundred million dollar deal. They traded for Juan Soto. They've had discussions with him. They signed Yu Darvish. Uh, the other day to a big money deal, so I think the like Padres, six years, yeah, for it's like gonna be forty. He's going to be forty two years old, I think, when the contract's so done. So I think the Padres will do all they can to keep him uh, in San Diego. And honestly, I think the Cubs will be more interested in trying to secure Shohei Otani's services okay. next year. He'll also be a free agent, and he'll probably command somewhere in the neighborhood of five hundred million dollars. Wow. Waddle, that's unbelievable. So. Well, it is believable. Not unbelievable. It's believable. To quote Manny Machado, a lot of money out there. A lot of money out there. That's fair. That's well done. Uh, Quarterback conversation. Ex-Raiders QB Derek Carr will, in fact, visit with the Jets, according to sources uh, at ESPN. So uh, wasn't it Greeny that told us if, in fact, the Jets sound like they're not interested or don't show interest in Derek Carr, then you could connect the dots that... They have had some contact with Aaron Rodgers, maybe back channel, and they feel good about it. I think that was Greeny's premise. Yeah. And if they don't, or if they do talk to Derek Carr, then they haven't had those conversations. But I think Aaron Rodgers, if we want to read the tea leaves a little bit here, Aaron Rodgers has told us in his darkness retreat that he is embarking upon today. About to get to that. I think... I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't quite know exactly what he wants to do, so I think it only makes sense for the Jets to at least reach out to Derek Carr while he's a free agent because, remember, he doesn't have to wait until free agency. He can sign whenever he wants to if a team's offering him a deal. And so I think it's just the Jets doing their due diligence. If we find out quickly, though, that they're cooling off, I think it maybe shows us that there could be some interest. The Jets may not know what what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, but I believe there is a guy that is in the media in Green Bay that has covered the Packers for quite some time who thinks he does have a good feel for what Aaron's doing. And by the way, as you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, I would assume, has already entered the darkness, correct? Wasn't it scheduled for today? Wasn't it today, this morning? I can't find, I, I, I can't believe that there isn't someone, like ESPN hasn't sent somebody to basically follow Aaron Rodgers and spy on him. I'm not saying you're going to be able to go into the same facility, but hasn't camped out outside of Aaron Rodgers' residence and followed to where he is and almost be like, like on a, call. Yeah, like a Diana Rossini yes. or maybe a Sal Pal would be hanging right. outside. Yeah, I'm standing outside the facility where Aaron Rodgers oh, is going through his I, four days of darkness. I would love Sal Pal on that assignment. No doubt. Getting salty after day three. So he's, he's in, right? I mean, for, I, uh, the assumption is is that he has gone began, in. Yeah, it started today, so I think, I assume it's a morning thing, but who knows? Do they start it late in the, late in the day? I don't just, know. I'm shocked. I didn't know the NBA playoffs or, or the uh, the uh, All-Star Weekend, All-Star is, weekend on. is on on the the horizon here in the next couple days. And I know that there's other quarterback information. I'm shocked that we haven't seen more information because this is the only thing that people talked about or one of the most you know, talked about things over the last seven days. And now do you he think, goes into darkness, and I think everyone else has gone silent on this. Is it? I haven't looked into it. Is it easy to find Aaron Rodgers' location to where this darkness know. retreat is actually occurring? Do you think Aaron Rodgers has a chip implanted maybe in his wrist or somewhere? 
I don't know. I don't know any of that. Like, but like with a, that thought, yeah. I mean, I, I, I went through the whole process of thinking when he comes out, what is your prediction on what do you think he'll do? I've heard, seen some people say, you know, he's going to retire. He's got $60 million guaranteed, I think, on the horizon here in the next 12 months. So I, my understanding or my projection would be that he's not going to retire. I don't know what he's going to do, but... But Tyler, at the last break, you were telling us that Bob is it Bob McGinn? Bob McGinn, who's been covering the Packers for decades, he was on a podcast with Ty Dunn. Oh, Ty Dunn does great work too. Mm-hmm. And so he was on that podcast. He said they, them being the Packers, are done with Rodgers, uh, citing his own instincts, his knowledge of the league, and discussions with someone who has firsthand knowledge of the Packers. He's not coming back. They're disgusted with him, and they're done with him, and they're moving on. What is it totally that they're dis- he won't be back? What is that that they're disgusted with? Probably just the way that he's sort of handled these off seasons and struggled. Then them why along. in the world would they have signed him to the contract that they did? That's what well, I would. Like, like here's the thing. Remember last year when they extended him or they gave him the deal that they did? They were they had a much, they were coming off of a much better year. They had well, he was the MVP, and they had been bounced by the 49ers yes. at home. Yes, and it seemed like they were a lot closer to the Super Bowl than they feel like they are this year. So I wonder if you know you get a year removed now, another year of the soap opera with Aaron Rodgers. Here's in the Pat McAfee show every week, finding out. Oh, I don't know if I want to come back. Woe is me. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to be doing. Where my future is. Maybe. The combination of a, a season where he didn't play at MVP level and the team has started to move in a different direction, maybe that factors in as to why. I think there's a very good chance of that. Um, maybe they, for all of those reasons, and they they find maybe they do believe in Jordan Love and they feel it's time to segue from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. So that's interesting. That's somebody that has covered covered the team. So he says that the. The Packers are done with him, and they basically... But he's got a no-trade, doesn't he? Or does he not have a no-trade? Like, he would have to approve of a trade, wouldn't he? He has... I think the biggest hindrance is the money, he right? He does like, not have a no-trade He needs clause. to rework... He does not. No, but, he, but the okay. thing is, he's going to have to rework, in all likelihood, rework the money if they end up trading him because of the huge cap number, I think. So that's where I think he has a little bit of leverage. Okay, so Bob McGinn knows the Packers and Aaron Rodgers better than us. What do you project he'll do? I think he'll be traded. You do? I think Aaron Rodgers, the Raiders are my leader, but I think the Jets are in play. I think he ends up in one of those two spots. I think he's out. I think this is the boiling point. He's done. He's done. And I think what they saw from Jordan Love, just a little snippet, gives them a little hope. They can rely on him now. I was was always 51% or more or greater mm-hmm. in the camp that he will be back. Why wouldn't you be back? Because your team is still as talented or more talented than any team in the division. You're a year removed from being what, thirteen and four or fourteen and three and Yeah, they were eight and nine last year, but back in twenty twenty one the Packers were thirteen and four. Yeah, and he was the reigning MVP, MVP of the league and yes they lost to the 49ers, but I just think the the level of play last year, and even if he was playing injured, I think it's now a good spot where you say, you know what, 
even if they, they might be a better team with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, they may not think they're good enough to win a Super Bowl with him anymore. Yeah. And so now it's time to move on to the younger Jordan Love while you still can. Yeah, no, I, get, I'm get starting to feel a draft asset. I'm starting to feel that that is, is the most likely outcome. I will say this, though. I still be, I personally still believe Aaron Rodgers can play. Yeah, I do, too. And I think but I think a different landing spot might be better for him to compete for a Super Bowl. Yeah. Is there any other? Is it the Maybe Raiders San Francisco for you? Ooh, that's a good call. Although, will the Packers avoid trading him in the NFC? That's the only, and the pack. I do. The, I, the Niners have a lot of good players making a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, there's a relationship there for that's sure. True. Anyway, Aaron Jones, their running back in Green Bay, has reworked his deal to stay with the Packers for another year. Uh, and Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is set to host Saturday Night Live, March fourth. We can have a longer conversation about Saturday Night Live. I think that there yeah. are some editorials that, that would like to be brought to the... Definitely uh, like to do that. Yeah. Uh, and we've got something when we come back, a little something we like to call Florida. Florida. Did I just say Florida? Florida, Florida. Florida or Ohio. That's next. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Pick up a bottle today and live live infamously on your own terms. Man burglarizes a home, runs from cops in a stolen semi with over $100,000 worth of chickens. Say that again. A man burglarized a home and made off... Running from the cops in a semi with more than a hundred thousand dollars worth of chickens. The semi at at the home, the house, the house. Wait a second, the semi was parked at the house and it had a hundred thousand dollars worth of live chickens in it. Yes, you don't think he just loaded up the chicken? No, I don't know. (laughs) Said, get in the get get in the truck and hundred k worth of chicken. Boy, I got I gotta be honest. You know what? I mean? to, this is not nearly as much debauchery as I'm used to. But I will say, listen, trying to offload 100k worth of black market chicken doesn't seem like the easiest. Well, I'm interpreting so this his, story different. This yeah. is just his getaway. Yeah, this was the he was getaway looking to get vehicle, out of there. Yeah. He wasn't looking to to broker so uh, a deal for 100. Say, you know what? Your 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 reading of the story probably makes a lot more sense than mine. I would agree with you. Mel, Mel he probably thinks he stole it, <laughs> I thought he so he could to... sell the chicken. Which probably, makes, honestly though, makes it a little more interesting. My way, doesn't it? So police said he stole a TV from inside the home, broke into a shed, and stole seven horse saddles, and also made off with a gooseneck trailer from underneath a carport. And the trailer was filled with chickens. Yes. Were they live? Or live dead? chickens? Live chickens. Uh-huh. Oh, live chickens. Right. What are you doing with live chickens in a trailer? Ten pallets worth. cockfighting ring. Valued at roughly 140 Maybe. grand. Hmm. I was not thinking about the cockfighting ring that you speak of. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, Possibilities here. Um, well, what are you going to do with 100K well, worth of chicken? Uh, I'm with you. If I'm stuck with it, I'm going to... Well, first of all, if you're running from the law, you're just going to abandon it somewhere. 
But, you know, listen, if you're going to be... precious cargo you're just leaving I, on the side of the road. Yeah, right? I mean, look, if you are a greedy... Sneak, you're a greedy burglar, you're going to then try to you're gonna try sneak, to trade it. Sneak into the Tyson lot and be like, hey... Yeah, here's your chicken. I got 100K worth of chicken here. Yeah, I'm looking it? for 20K. Come on. You never get a better deal than this. Listen, you can't have... If you don't want enough, I'm going to go over to Purdue. Yeah, I'm going to say that because... You can't do this in Ohio at this time of the year. Still think that the weather is not as cooperative. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Ocala, Florida. Yeah. Well, you what you don't think chickens are living in Ohio right now because of this time of year? Well, no, but I mean like listen, I would it's, think that they wouldn't be on a back of a trailer truck, but I mean you got I, with Waddle. I think they would handle their chickens better in Ohio right now. Hmm. I don't know. Who handles their chicken better, whether they're in Ohio or Florida, Tom? That I'm not I'm sure. I'm going to go ahead and go the I'm going to say, I am going to say Ohio. See, once again, this, this week has been you going completely against going analytics. against analytics. <laughs> Next time you talk to me about the importance of analytics, I'm going to tell you to shut up. Jake, I'm siding with Waddle. It is somewhere in Florida. It took place in Miami, Florida. Yeah, come on. Down. <laughs> Congratulations. A naked and afraid contestant burns his penis on a campfire. Ooh. Have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? I, I, I've watched a I have. couple episodes, but I've never really gotten into it. I will say this. I have tremendous respect for the people that are out there it's a, doing this or participating in this endeavor. It's not something I would do. Yeah. To be a survivalist, not only in the wild, in some of the harshest terrain you'll ever see, but to be doing it naked. Not for me. No thanks. Yeah, I'm like I might go as far as like to compete in Survivor. I'm not really? gonna go. You would join Survivor. I would rather do that than naked and afraid. My wife and her sister, like a couple of years ago, thought it would be really cool to submit what? a video or whatever. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> what a contestant video. To submit a contestant video for what? to be in a survivor. What? No. All right, go ahead. What is the the great? What is the was the TV show? Now oh, you, you oh, shook oh. me. A big, not Big Brother. Um, no, no, not not the Big greatest. Brother either. Like what they? The Amazing is Race. Is that what you're talking about? There what is you it? go. Amazing Race. Yes, yeah. where you compete with a you know a partner yes. of sorts and try to. Like they thought Around one world, night yeah. down, we were in South Carolina on yeah. vacation, and I think that they they were a little drunk. Sure. Suggesting like when, when they they were adamant listen. when they went to bed that night they were adamant that the following morning or when they got back home Is from there, this trip that they were submitting their application to the great whatever what they call the amazing race when it comes to feelings in life I don't know there's not many better than irrational drunk confidence yes. And we're like going to join that. We're going to do this, and we're going to win. No. When you're in that sweet spot of irrational drunk confidence, there's not too many things that are better. Common sense took over, and they never submitted any of an applica- well, any application. But to get back to the uh, naked oh, and afraid penis. contestant, Sam Mauser burned his penis while filming the upcoming season 15 premiere of the Discovery reality TV series. The U.K. native uh, was uh, singed. By mm-hmm. a spark when a fire pit was being stoked for heat at the remote filming location. So did they have to evacuate him and end filming then? Uh, the panicked just... father of two yelped as he felt painful heat creeping in his private area. However, Mauser didn't have to stay in agony for long as on-set medics were able to treat his burns. He repeated, uh, reportedly rather kept his cool, laughed all the way through the discomfort as the healthcare pros 
did their thing. The next season drops Sunday, and we'll see Mauser and his uh, partner braving the wilderness for six weeks. So he did not have to tap. All right. Look at that. Burned his penis and stayed involved in Look the contest. at that. Don't think you have that kind of intestinal hey, fortitude. That, my friend, is quite the pain threshold. I will yeah. say that. Um, and also, don't forget... Yeah, my, and my wife and sister did not make a video and send it anyway. And they weren't drunk enough, apparently. Uh, don't forget, we have Would You Rather, a special Friday edition coming your way in the 5 o'clock hour. Hit us up. Hashtag WS Would You Rather. You're sick. And, of course, you can t- uh, tweet them at Tyler Aki and Jake Cantu. Up next, uh, we have some thoughts on the quarterback carousel in the NFL. We'll discuss those on ESPN 1000.